Hello and welcome to another episode of Brainwork. Today we're going to be talking about something that takes up quite a bit of time in your day, and that is habits, specifically bad habits. So there's been research done at Duke University that said your habits account for about 40% of your behaviors on any given day. And that's a lot. That's almost half of your day is just habits. So think about how powerful it could be if the habits that you were doing in a day were the habits that you that were good habits, habits that actually added value to your life. So today we're going to be focusing on breaking bad habits and then I might create another episode where I talk specifically about building new habits and the strategies to do that. So this information that I'm getting is mostly from James Clear. If you haven't heard about him, I definitely recommend you check him out. He is the god when it comes to habits, breaking them, creating them, all of the psychology behind it. He's amazing. He also has a book called Atomic Habits, which I haven't personally read yet, but I've heard really good things about and it is on my to-read list. So definitely check him out. So first thing that we're going to start off with is talking about what actually creates bad habits. Why do we have bad habits in our life? Why can't everything just be rainbows and butterflies all day long? And the reason, so there's two reasons. One is stress and one is boredom. These are two things that we experience on a regular basis. And this is what causes our bad habits to form. Because of course, if you do something once, it's not going to have a big impact on your life. But if you do it again and again and again, it's going to become a habit and it's just going to be your automatic response to feeling stress or bored. For example, a lot of times when people feel stressed, they start smoking cigarettes, right? And it gets to the point as soon as they feel their stress levels go up, their automatic response is, okay, I got to go smoke. They don't even consider doing anything else. Smoking is the answer. Or for boredom, for example, one that I'm sure most of you can relate with is going on your phone. You get a second to yourself. The very first thing you do is you take out your phone. You're like, okay, I have nothing to do. Let's see what's happening on social media. Let's see what's going on on Instagram. Let's stalk my ex. Let's go on Twitter, see what's trending, right? You just do things that are really adding no value to your life and you could be doing much better, more productive things instead of that. So first of all, you need to realize that it's stress or boredom that's causing these habits to be created, okay? Now, we want to get rid of them, right? But the key is there we actually don't eliminate bad habits. We replace them with a positive habit. And the reason for that is because these bad habits create some sort of positive value. They do create some positive value in our life, but usually it's short term. So going back to the example of smoking when you're stressed out, of course, when you smoke, it, it gets rid of the stress that you have. But of course, it's only momentarily, which is the problem with bad habits. Usually in the long run, they're a lot worse, right? You get rid of your stress by smoking cigarettes, but then you might get cancer. So is that really a trade-off that you want to make? 
And because of this, you don't just eliminate the habit, you're instead going to replace it with something else. And this is also why it's not just as simple as just stopping, right? You don't just stop smoking cigarettes. You just stop wasting time on social media. You stop sleeping in, you stop eating unhealthy. It's not that simple because it is providing some benefit in the short term. And so you need to instead consider what you can do in order to replace it. So that is the first thing you need to consider, right? You are replacing these habits, not eliminating them. The second thing is you want to cut out any triggers that are currently in your environment that encourage you to go ahead and do these habits. So for example, if you're somebody who sees a cookie and then you eat 50 cookies, don't keep cookies in your house, right? Don't go to the grocery store and buy a lot of junk food. If you're somebody who maybe has a hard time waking up early in the morning, don't keep your alarm clock right beside you because that's going to be really easy to press snooze and then press snooze again and again and again. Instead, change your environment by taking that alarm clock, put it on the other side of the room. Now, when it rings in the morning, you have no option but to get up to turn it off. By the time you get up, it's unlikely that you're actually going to go back and lay into bed, right? You're just you're up, so you might as well go on with your day. So you want to change your environment so that you aren't triggered and you don't continue doing these bad habits. Now, the third thing you want to consider is you want to, if you can, get an accountability partner. So a lot of times you might decide to break a bad habit and you're doing it in secret because you don't want anybody to see you fail, right? You've decided to go on a diet, you're going to lose weight, but you don't tell anybody. You decide you're going to stop smoking cigarettes, you don't tell anybody. But by having an accountability partner, and especially if it's somebody who's also trying to break the same bad habit that you are, you both can motivate each other, you can encourage each other, you can celebrate the victories, you both can do your research and learn about how you can possibly break this habit and replace it with a new one, and you can work together as a team. Because of course, two heads are better than one. Right. So try to find somebody who can help you out in that regard. And even if they aren't breaking the same habit, at least find somebody who knows that you're working on this and you they can always check up on you and say, hey, you know, I know you wanted to work on your on your time management skills and not spend so much time on the Internet. How is that going? Just having somebody that you report to is going to encourage you to continue to work on improving that bad habit and limiting it in your life. Now, the fourth thing that you can work on is visualization. And if you haven't heard of visualization, all it is is, you know those daydreams that you have in your head or the things that you're thinking of right before you go to sleep, the little images in your head, that's basically visualization. And a lot of times there are people who will visualize everything that could possibly go wrong, right? If, they, if they're having a presentation, they're thinking about all the ways they could mess up, everything they could forget. Maybe they have an interview and they're thinking about um, getting rejected, all the ways it could go wrong. While you, what you could do instead is actually visualize it going well. Because by visualizing it going bad, you're prepping yourself. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You're basically preparing yourself 
for it to go wrong, for you to get rejected, for you to fail. So instead, with bad habits, you can use this to your advantage and you can visualize yourself actually accomplishing whatever goal that you've set, whatever habit you're trying to break, right? If you are trying to break the habit of eating a lot of junk food and not going to the gym, instead visualize yourself as being the healthy version of yourself. Visualize yourself eating healthy, waking up early and going to the gym, right? Put these images in your mind and it's going to, it's going to, to create an energetic shift and it's going to be much easier for you to get closer to your goal. Now, the fifth one that you can consider doing is overcoming your negative self-talk by using the word but. So because of the way our brain works, we are more likely to focus on the bad than the good, right? We have something called the negative bias. And because of this, it's really easy for us to be like, you know what, I suck, I'm never going to accomplish this, this is a bad habit, it's a part of my identity, it's who I am going to be forever. But of course, by simply saying that, again, self-fulfilling prophecy, it's just going to become the truth. If you say I am ugly, you're going to feel ugly. It's as simple as that. And so a way to overcome this is to remind yourself, you know, you might say something negative, but then add uh, but something else at the end, right? So for example, if you say, I'm fat and I'm out of shape, but I am going to be in shape a few months from now. So you're not lying to yourself by saying, I am in great shape right now, because you're not, <laughs> right? So your brain is gonna say, well, that's just not true. You're not in great shape. So yes, you may not be in great shape right now, but in the future, yes, you are going to be, right? And you're taking the necessary steps to get there. Another example is you might say, oh, I'm stupid, nobody loves me, but I'm working on my growth and I'm becoming more self-actualized every single day, right? So again, it's something that is true. You're not lying to yourself and you're replacing the the negative self-talk with something that's actually going to add value, that's actually going to motivate you and encourage you to break that bad habit. Now, there's this quote by Steve Cam where he said, when you screw up, skip a workout, eat bad foods or sleep in, it doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you human. Welcome to the club. And I absolutely love that because as somebody who used to be a perfectionist, I know what it feels like to eat one bad meal or sleep in one day and be like, I suck. I'm horrible. I'm, I'm never going to succeed. I made a mistake because I used to see life very black and white. And just remember that as a human being, you're going to make mistakes and it's okay. It's okay if you have a cheat meal, okay? It's okay if you wanted to smoke two cigarettes, but you smoked three cigarettes today. It's okay. Just as long as you're making progress, you might take a couple steps back, but just make sure you're taking more than a couple steps forward, right? So focus on the positive. Yes, you are going to make mistakes and that's okay. That just makes you human being, okay? You're not Superman or Superwoman. You're just a human, okay? Now, the brain work for this episode is to create more awareness in your life 
regarding your bad habits. And so get out a piece of paper and reflect on these few questions that you have about your bad habits. The first one is, when does your bad habit actually happen? Is it at a specific time of day, in the morning, in the evening? Write that down. Second, how many times do you do it each day? If it's, for example, scrolling through social media, how many times do you do it? And for how long? The third question is, where are you? Is there a specific location this happens? Next question is, who are you with? Is it maybe if you drink too much, is it with a specific group of friends that you do binge drinking, right? And then the last one is, what triggers the behavior and causes it to start? So this goes back to one of the points that I made where you want to cut out the triggers, right? So figure out what is the triggers? Why? What what causes me to start doing this bad habit? And just by doing this exercise of reflecting and becoming more aware of what's causing these bad habits and when is it happening? Why is it happening? Having that awareness will then allow you to brainstorm and come up with possible solutions for it. So I hope, I really, really hope you guys, if you do have any bad habits you're trying to break, just try answering those questions, see what you come up with, and then write down potential solutions. So that's all I have for you for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with somebody that you love. And as always, I appreciate you and I will catch you next time.